Hey girl, I'm your host, Hillary McGinnis, and welcome to the Network Marketer to CEO podcast. I'm an online business coach who decided to leave my career as a teacher as well as branch out for my network marketing business and build my own business from the ground up. This podcast is here to provide you with tangible business advice along with personal growth episodes to help inspire you to take action. You will leave this podcast feeling motivated and inspired towards becoming the CEO of your life and your business. And I'm so excited you're here. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Network Marketer to CEO podcast. Today, I'm going to share some things you should focus on when you're starting an online business or even if you're in the beginning stages or you're simply struggling to bring in consistent sales or consistent clients. This episode will definitely help you understand where your focus should really be going. Before I dive in, though, I want to do a quick shameless plug about my brand new group coaching program that I just launched. As you're listening to this, the program is the Network Marketer to CEO group coaching program, and I'm so freaking pumped about it. This program has been in the making for such a long time, and I'm really excited to officially have the doors open to this program. So in a nutshell, um, you're going to learn step-by-step how to successfully start your very own online coaching business. So if you're ready to make a much larger income with your business, establish yourself as the go-to coach, start growing your clientele, build a business while showing up as your true self. If you're ready for that time freedom to be with your family and create that life by design and just kind of stop worrying about chasing ranks and commissions and just start living your life and your business on your terms, then this program is made for you. It's designed for network marketers who are ready to level up and start their own business and create their own offers, whether that's alongside your network marketing side hustle, or you just feel ready to transition out completely like I did. Or maybe you're an aspiring coach and you're ready to start your own business, then this program will definitely help you get your get your business off the ground and running. So the program officially begins on July 6th, but you can enroll right now. And if you apply and join by June 12th, which is this upcoming Saturday, you're going to receive a bonus one-on-one call, which will be an hour long that can be used anytime during the program. And you're going to get to a $200 discount off of the program, which is amazing. So I will leave the link in the show notes for you. It gives you a complete rundown of the program. And um, it also has the application in there so you can apply. It's just a short little form. Um, You can also find this in the link in my bio over on Instagram. But if you are interested, definitely apply soon so we can snag those epic bonuses for you and I look forward to connecting with you. All right, so let's get right into today's episode on all the things that you should be focusing on when you are starting an online business. So the very first thing that you should do, and this is like the first thing that I work through with my clients, is you need to niche down and this is crucial. So What I mean by niching down is you want to get super clear on who your target market is. Who do you serve? What problem do you solve? And once you get like super clear on this, you can begin attracting that type of market to your offers. So to give you an example, I'm an online business coach and I help network marketers and aspiring coaches transition and start their own coaching businesses. So my content is speaking to 
specifically like network marketers and aspiring coaches who have thought about starting an online business, but they have no idea where to start, or maybe they're in the beginning stages and could use some extra support. So as an entrepreneur, like as an entrepreneur, it's really normal to want to help everybody. I get it. I've been there. Um, it's, it's really, when we first start, we just want to help anybody and everybody. And this is normal, right? But at the end of the day, we really can't help everyone. And if you are trying to speak to everyone through your content, you're not going to really speak to anyone, right? So it's really, really important to get very specific on who it is that you serve, what you can help them with, what results you can help them achieve so that you can create content specifically for that person. And again, I provide my clients with a worksheet to work on just to really map out who their dream client is. Um, essentially, it's like a dream cl- dream client avatar. And this really helps them imagine the ideal person that they're speaking to in their content. So it includes questions about like the problems that you can solve, who it is you solve it for, um, what results you can help them achieve, right down to the demographics and the interest of this specific person. So I know that sounds scary to imagine you're just talking to one specific person, but realistically, once you really hone in on this, you're going to attract so many people like this to your offers, right? Um, Because when you get crystal clear on your ideal client, they're going to gravitate towards your content. They're going to gravitate towards your offers and they're going to be the ones who apply or inquire about your services. So trust me when I say it's a hundred percent worth it and it's definitely the place, first place to start. So you definitely need to niche down. Okay. So the second thing that you need to focus on is having a client attraction strategy in place. And this is where your content comes into play. And obviously you can do this through your content on social media, but creating content is a huge part of being an online entrepreneur. And it's a very important piece that you're going to be working on throughout your whole entrepreneurial journey, right? So you want to build an audience of like ideal clients. And you can do this by creating content that attracts and converts into your ideal client, which again is why it's so important to really have a clear idea of who your ideal client is and your niche, but then you're going to provide this audience, your audience, your followers with valuable tips and quick wins throughout your content. You're going to educate them, get them hyped about things. You want to inspire them to take action. You want to talk about the results you can help them achieve through your services. People really want to know how they will feel when they work with you, right? They want to know what results you can help them achieve. They want to, you want to also establish that trust. So you want to provide them with those quick wins. You want to provide them with those educational tools um, so that you can kind of help them through your content. But then they also really want to work with you so that they can get the full effect, right? Um, And with with that being said, in terms of your content, you also need to sell throughout your content. Um, because you do run a business after all, and you have services to sell. So please don't shy away from the selling part. It's a very, like very, very important component of having an online business. You, you have to sell, right? 
And, and again, with content, you really shouldn't be just posting for the sake of posting. I see this happen so often where people are just posting because it's like checking a box. Oh, I posted for the day, so I'm good. And it shouldn't be like this, right? You want to be posting with intention. You want to be really strategic with your content because you want to attract the right people. And if you're just posting for the sake of posting or posting for the sake of some likes or whatever that may be, it's not, it's not really going to result in attracting your ideal clients and potential leads and having people like apply to your programs and things like that. Like, so you really want to post with intention. You don't need to post your feed every single day. That is a total myth. I don't know who, who came up with that, but you definitely don't need to post every day, but you should still be consistent with posting. So if you post three times a week, that's great, but be consistent with that, right? Um, and then I also want to add that I truly do believe that the best type of content that you should be sharing right now as an online business owner is storytelling. I honestly think it's like the number one because it really helps your audience connect with you on a deeper level and it helps them see what's possible for them because you've been there, you've done that, and now you're where they want to be. So you obviously can help them get there, right? So storytelling is huge right now, just sharing bits and pieces of your story um, and connecting it with your offer is is huge. Um, and then some other types of content obviously would be like educational content because you want to build your authority. You want to share inspiring content to inspire them to take action and make them feel good. And also promotional content, like I just mentioned, so that they're aware that you have something they can buy and that they can sign up for that can help them get the results that they're looking for. So you need to be creating promotional content as well, using your offers as a call to action all of the time. Because again, you are a business owner, you have things to sell. So there's nothing icky about that. You need to be putting your offers out there in the online space if you want to make sales. Another great way for client attraction is to offer some things for free. And you don't need to offer everything for free. I mean, it's time consuming. And if you're not really getting compensated for it, it's you don't want to do it like all of the time, but I still think it's really important to be offering some free things to your audience. So things like a free training or a free challenge is a great way to show off your style of coaching so that people can see what it would be like to work with you and they get to learn something that can benefit them. So even doing these like one to two times each quarter is a great way to warm up your audience and also sell your offers. Okay, so the third thing you need to focus on is you need to obviously create a program or a service that you can sell confidently. So obviously, if you are starting an online business, you want to start making money, but you need to have something to sell. So you really need to sit down and design your offer, create your offer, whether it's a course, a group program, one-on-one -on -one or private coaching, whatever it may be, you need to create something that you can sell before you start talking about your paid services, right? So some things to think about when you're creating your offer is what transformation is this service going to provide for your audience? And this is most important. People want to know what's in it for them, what results they can expect at the end. Um, but you also want to have 
the entire program mapped out before launching it to the public. So you you also need to ask yourself some questions like, what is the duration of this pro this program or service that you're going to be offering? So how long is it going to be? Is it a three month program? Is it just one month? Is it just one call? Like well, you want to know how long the program or service will be. Um, how long will they have access to you or how will they have access to you? Do they get Zoom calls with you? Do they get phone calls? Is it Voxer support, Slack support? Is there a combination of things? There's so many different ways you can do this. Um, and you also want to know and really figure out what tools they get. So what are the deliverables they will get when they sign up or the the things, the stuff that they get, right? So again, this could be calls. Maybe they get um, an online course platform that they can work through training videos or Maybe if you're in the health and fitness industry, maybe they get an app where you provide them with workouts or meal guides and things like that. But you really want to make sure you know what tools they get as well. And think about how you're going to keep them accountable. How are you going to give them the best results that they can get? Because if somebody signs up, you want to make sure you have some sort of plan in place to keep them accountable so that they are getting the most out of your program or service. Um... Also, you need to think of what is the price of the program going to be? And there are a lot of factors to go into play here. Like how much time are you putting into this? How much time do they get with you? You need to charge your worth, right? Um, and you also want to like know whether or not you're going to be offering payment plans or not, or is it just a pay in full option? And if it if you are offering payment plans, what payment plans are you offering? Because you want to have this like crystal clear so that you can sell your offers confidently, right? And I mean, I can do a whole episode about just designing your paid offers because there are a lot of things you want to think about and have figured out fully before you start launching it. And same with the pricing guides because pricing is something I get asked about a lot and I could probably do a whole episode on that alone but ultimately it depends on what service you're providing right like are you a business coach are you a health coach are you life coach self-love coach I mean there's so many different coaches out there which I think I talked about on another episode but it depends on what your services are um, what it is you're offering. If it's just one call, it's it's going to be lower than, let's say, like one-on-one -on -one coaching for three months. Um, but either way, it, it depends on the service. But when you're starting out, the services could range anywhere from like $250 to $600 a month. Um, again, depending on what you're offering and what stage you're at in your business. But that's kind of a good ballpark number to kind of think about. Um, but yeah, there's so many different things you want to think about when you are designing your offer. And I highly recommend having this completely mapped out before launching so that you can confidently sell it. Like you need to believe in what you're selling first of all, but if you start launching your offer and there's some things you're not even super clear on yet, you haven't quite figured out, it's going to make it hard for you to even sell it. So you want to know your new service or program inside and out before you start talking about it to the public. Okay, now the fourth thing that you need to focus on is the juiciest one, which is selling. And I say it's the juiciest one because it's the part that I find most people struggle with, but honestly, you need to be pitching your offers frequently when you're an online business owner. Like it's just part of the job. Like you have something to sell. You need to be talking about it, right? 
Um, so you need to be pitching your offer, but you want to be doing it in a tasteful way, right? You don't want to be sending all of these messages, like, hey, girl, messages to people and just pitching your offer to see what people um, come back with, whether it's a yes or if they're interested. Like, you don't want to be doing that. It just, it doesn't work. You want to do it in a tasteful way, right? Um, and I say that you need to sell frequently because honestly, studies are showing that people need to hear about your offer like 12 or more times before they decide to jump on board. So again, you don't want to do this through like messaging everybody who follows you and pitching your offer or anything like that. Um, but you want to be talking about your offer every single day, like Every single day, you should be talking about your offer, whether that's in your stories, as your call to action on your content, um, going live, whatever it is you do. If you send out emails, you want to be bringing up your offer um, as often as you can, okay? Because um, again, 12 or plus more times people need to hear that before they decide, you know what, I need this in my life. Like they may be thinking on it. They may be, and there there's people watching you right now while you're, while you're selling your offers and talking about your offers, but it's not overly often that someone jumps on board right away. They need to hear it over and over again. Okay. So again, in terms of being tasteful about this, you don't want to just be on social media, just talking about your offers all the time. Like you, you want to spice things up a little bit. You want to come from a place of service. So you, you want to be providing really good value. You want to be showing pieces of you and your day-to-day -day life. So people will actually connect and resonate with you. Um, and again, if you're not providing any sort of free value, people aren't going to want to pay for your services because they have no real insight of what it would be like to work with you, right? Um, plus, you need to establish that trust with people before they're going to hand over their credit card and pay you. So you, you need to be showing up in all different areas, but you still need to be selling at the end of the day. So I hope that makes sense. You just want to kind of find that like balance or groove of giving value, showing up as your true self and still talking about your offers, okay? You want, again, you want to be showing up and sharing your coaching methods, what it's going to be like to work with you. You want to really, really hone in on the results that you can provide them. You want to show them what you can teach them or help them with. You want to show them some social proof that if you may have that, um, so that they know like you really are the person that can help them achieve XYZ results, right? You want to be focusing on that transformation and what the benefits are of signing up for your paid services. You don't want to get too caught up in all of the stuff they get. Like you don't want to just keep talking about, oh, they get weekly calls, they get a workbook, they get some course content, um, you know, all of the, the deliverables, because this is a very common mistake I see in the coaching industry is coaches just focusing entirely on the stuff that they get. But your potential clients are far more concerned about the results that you can help them achieve. So you don't want to lose sight of that when you're selling or launching your offers. Um, it's also really important to have your back end systems in place when you're launching and selling your offer, right? So if you, you, designed your program or your services, you're ready to launch it, you're re ready to start talking about it and start selling it, 
So you've announced it, you've put it out there and you're in launch mode or whatever, but you want to make sure you have your back end systems in place as well. So this would almost be like step number five, really, but you do want to make sure you have those things in place. So what I mean by this is how, how are people going to sign up, right? Is it an application process? Can they just go to a link and purchase right there? Are you going to do sales calls? Um, all of these behind the scenes things play a very important role. So it's important to have these established before you even start talking about your offer, because once you start talking about your offer, anyone can show interest or inquire about it. So you want to make sure you're not scrambling and you just, you're just ready to rock it. Right? So for example, if you're doing an application process and someone applies to your program, do you know what you need to do next? Like, are you going to send them an email? Are you going to be setting up a call with them? You don't want to, like, again, you don't want to get an application and then scramble to figure out what your next move is. You want to have that like entirely figured out. Okay. Um, I know when I first started, I did application. People can fill out the application to apply. I reached out to them through their email and then we set up a sales call and the close rate was really good for this. So I highly recommend this method if sales calls are your thing. Um, but again, everybody is different and you can play around and find what works best for you. Um, but either way, you need to be talking about your offers. You need to be talking about them often. You need to make sure you have your onboarding processes in place before you officially launch your paid offers. You still want to be giving value throughout it. You don't want to just talk about your services and your paid offers. You, you want to be giving value. You want to be educating and all of those, those sort of things as well. So I hope that makes sense. I feel like I just really rambled there at the end, but I have just so many things to say on this topic. But just to kind of recap, number one, the most important, you really need to niche down. You want to establish who your ideal client is. This is like the very first thing you should do. Um, number two, you want to have a strong client attraction strategy in place, and you can do this through your content, through trainings, um, free workshops, all of those sort of things, but you really want to have a good attraction strategy in place. Number three, obviously you need to design a paid offer. So you want to design your very first paid offer, um, depending on your industry. But if you're in the coaching industry, I typically tell people the best place to really start is one-on-one -on -one services. Um, it helps you get that experience. Um, and it's just, I just find it a really good place to start. And maybe I'm just biased because that's where I started and I was successful with it. Um, but again, there is no right or wrong way. If you feel like you want to start with a group thing to like for the, your very first offer, that's great too, right? But either way, you need to design a paid offer. And then number four, you need to sell. You need to talk about your offers. You need to sell your offer confidently. People need what you have to offer. So don't ever forget that. And again, you are a business owner. You have things to sell. There's nothing icky about that. Okay. So if you are thinking about, oh, I don't want to feel salesy and all of those things that people say, trust me, you are, you do not sound salesy unless you're, all you're doing is talking about your offer. So 
I hope that was helpful. I cannot wait to hear what your biggest takeaway was from this episode. Be sure to take a photo of the podcast and share it to your stories to help me get this message out there. I appreciate you and I'll chat with you next time. Thank you so much for listening. It would mean so much to me if you could post a photo or screenshot of you listening to this podcast to Instagram and tag me at hillary.mcginnis so I could personally reach out to you and thank you and send you some love. I'm so grateful for you and I'll talk to you soon.